been a pretty slow week of transactions and trades and such. Uh, but there have been a few things that I do want to talk about. So, we left off last weekend. Um, Sundays made their signing of starting pitcher Zach Plezak for one year and $1 million official on Sunday. Uh, he will contend for a spot in the rotation. It's a pretty, so I would say, mediocre to weak uh, rotation. Um now that Otani has left, and he won't be pitching anyways in 2024 either for the Dodgers. But um, they were at full in their 40-man run out to, um, roster, so they had to outright Adam Kolarek, left-handed pitcher, who was a relief pitcher, um, and they had signed in the offseason just about a month ago or so um, to make room for Plezak. So, sign Plezak. And outrighted Kolarek to make room. Following that is the Mets and Sean Manea, uh, who originally was with the A's. Uh, he's he's a nice guy. He's he's been a decent pitcher. He's had his ups and downs. Um, the Mets and Sean came to a two-year deal agreement uh, with an opt-out after this upcoming season for 2024. Um, is worth $28 million in total. And they also bolstered up their outfield with center fielder Harrison Bader and on a one-year $10.5 million deal that has $350,000 worth of incentives attached to it. So I know that um, Nimmo had just signed an extension. No. And Nemo won't be pushed out from center field the entire season. But Bader will be playing in center field for, uh, you know, a good amount of time. He has to get his at-bats and all of that. Uh, that's why they signed him for the one year. Um, we'll see what happens as far as the Nemo situation. Uh, the Mets have not made any mention or comment on that uh continuing on the dodgers continuing their dodger deal um can you know building up that super team for 2024 they added outfielder tioscar hernandez to a one-year deal worth 23.5 million dollars but the kicker only 15 million dollars of that deal will be going to tioscar in 2024 the rest of that money, which would be, uh, excuse me, uh, here, uh, $8.5 million will be deferred because of the Dodgers of deferrals um, through the years 2030 to 2039. So $8.5 million spread out those 10 years uh, will go to Teoscar and deferred pair, uh, payments. Moving on to Monday, uh, this past Monday, to start off the week, Cardinals hired Heim Bloom to be an front office, quote unquote, part time advisory moral, um, as their president of baseball operations put it. Um, doesn't have a real title per se. Uh, Bloom is known for not doing well in Boston, uh, but 
he's had a, a pretty good, I would say, run in the front office. So Cardinals just want to give him that part-time advisory role and see how he does. Um, he's not attached to the minor leagues, the major leagues, any department, analytics, etc. Um, so that's what is going to happen with Loom as far as that. Unfortunately, on Monday, former MLB infielder and manager Billy Gardner uh, passed away at the ripe old age of 96 years, uh, according to the Hall of Fame. He won two World Series rings, one with the um, New York Giants when they were back in New York City uh, in 1954 as a rookie. He had his contract sold to the Orioles, slipped in right as their second baseman, and then towards the end of his career, he won another World Series ring with the Yankees. Um, he did not win anything uh, as far as World Series being a manager. So, that was it for Monday. So, rest in peace. Uh, Mr. Gardner, um, he had a long and very, very uh, successful career as a player, seems like. Tuesday, the Marlins announced that they are hiring Rachel Belkovec, uh as their farm director, which is a new position for a, a woman. Um, and she just came off of two years uh as manager in the minor leagues for the Yankees. So she has been the manager. Uh and the Marlins felt that her time in the minor leagues suited her to be in this position as a farm director. Wednesday, Shota Imanaga finally chose team. It was more like Tuesday night uh, late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, that the Cubs announced that Imanaga and himself had come to terms on a four-year deal worth $53 million. It does have a club option for 2028. Um, there are also reportedly incentives that can make this deal worth up to $80 million. Um so his valuation early on in off season of about eighty five to a hundred million dollars was just a little bit off. I myself actually was very um, surprised at the fact that he did not get a hundred million dollars. There are reports that a team actually offered double what he is receiving from the Cubs, but he decided that he would not go to that team. There are no names as far as to what team this was. I just know that the Angels and the Giants were in on the race until the very end. And then all of a sudden, they both scattered and went to different directions. On Thursday, Marcus Stroman and the Yankees, a very interesting pairing, to say the least, agreed to a two-year deal worth $37 million and has a vesting option for 2026 if he throws 140-plus 
I should say 140 innings or more in 2025. Um, like I said, an odd match, but Sherman has gone to bat to uh, respect and help out some Yankees players. Uh, in most note, uh, Anthony Volpe, after a game that they lost badly, but he had his uh, first major league home run that night and someone made some comments and Stroman basically said, you know what? You're never going to do this. Do that uh, in your life. Uh, you'll never hit a major league home run. So why don't you go back and give this kid some respect, but let him, you know, be in the glory that he's having tonight. Uh, so Stroman, a very vocal person. If you know who he is and how he is on X, on Instagram and such. He likes to talk, and he's not afraid to say what's on it's on his mind because that's just not the person he is. So Strowman, Yankees, two years with a possible third year uh, in 2026. On Thursday as well, the Dodgers and the Cubs made a swap that I would say helped the Cubs in the short term uh, with them receiving top prospect Michael Bush, infielder, who's had a little bit of major league uh, experience last year in 2023 with the Dodgers, as well as uh, bullpen arm in Yancey Almonte. Uh, he's, his, his best year, Yancey, was in 2022. Uh, the Dodgers, in turn, received left-handed pitcher and top prospect in Jackson Ferris, who's 19 years old. And... Um, just to make the deal a little bit more fair, 18-year-old outfield prospect Zaire Hope. So Zaire Hope and Jackson Ferris for Michael Bush and bullpen arm Yancy Almonte. Uh, again, between Cubs and Dodgers, um, Bush is most likely going to be the opening day first baseman for the Chicago Cubs uh, after that deal has been made and official. On Friday, today, the big news that was announced was the Giants added to the team flamethrower Jordan Hicks to a four-year deal worth $44 million. So that's $11 million AV hit to their team and their tax uh, threshold. Um, the interesting news that was noted with this transaction is the fact that he will reportedly get the chance to be a starting pitcher. Um, as a starting pitcher, Hicks has only ha had eight games in the year uh, uh, 2022, season of 2022, uh, for the Cardinals before he was traded to the Jays. He started eight games, had a ERA over five. I believe he pitched about 30 innings. Um, he's more of an opener than a real starter that will go five, six, seven innings. Uh, you know, I think it would be, it, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Giants do with Hicks. If he go bounces between being an opener 
or being a closer or, you know, there's someone in the middle there for their bullpen. Um, the rotation is not terrible, but it doesn't necessarily need Jordan Hicks. And Jordan Hicks doesn't have the arsenal for a starting pitcher, uh, to say the least. He's got the sinker, slider, fastball. Obviously, he's throwing over 100 miles an hour. Uh, that's his kind of forte. Uh, fastball sinker. Um, and that's been it for the week, everyone. Sad to say, unfortunately, there's no Snell news, no um, Montgomery news. You know, we'd like to know where those two guys are going because those are the last two top-tier ace-type pitchers unless you're talking about a Dylan Cease trade. Um, those all happened. And you know that arbitration just happened. Uh, let me pull up a few names. Some teams that did not come to terms with their players were... Uh, the following, Jason Adams, or Adam, Luis Arias, and the Marlins, Phil Bickard, Alec Bowman, Phillies, Das Chisholm Jr., and the Marlins, uh, Danny Colomb, J.D. Davis, Mauricio Dubon, Tommy Edmond, Adoles Garcia, and the Texas Rangers. That's an interesting one. Nick Gordon, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and the Blue Jays, um, Austin Hayes and the Orioles, Jonathan India and the Reds, Casey Mize and the Tigers, Ryan O'Hearn and the Royals, Sionel Perez, Harold Ramirez, Tanner Scott, Jose Suarez, and the Angels, Taylor Ward and Angels, Jacob Webb and Devin Williams and the Brewers did not come to terms as far as agreements for the next baseball season of 2024 and how much they will be getting paid. So what happens next there is all of those players that I named and the teams that they belong to or play for uh, will be going to arbitration hearings where one side will say they want a certain amount of money and the team will say they deserve a lesser amount of money. And then an arbiter will go ahead and decide based on performance uh, in the last season or uh, previous season before that as well. And say whether or not the player is right or the team is right. Normally in these situations, the team comes out on top and it's very rare that these players win their arbitration cases, but it does happen. Uh, it's not as rare as a lot of other things, but I would say players like Arias, um, Guerrero Jr., uh, Adolis Garcia, um, Jake Taylor Ward, possibly, Devin Williams. I mean, the difference between what they ask, Alec Bohm definitely uh, has a chance of winning his case. 
Boehm is asking for four million. Phillies are saying three point four. I mean, sometimes it, it it just comes to tens of thousands, hundred thousand thousand dollars. You know, six hundred thousand dollars to us as fans, writers, uh, content creators. Uh, we think of six hundred thousand dollars. You know, you're a billionaire. You're an owner of a team. What is six hundred thousand dollars to you? Um, so we'll see what happens there um, with all those arbitration cases. Um, but to lighten the mood and end this episode, uh, episode two of 2024, starting off uh, with the Brett Beatty Topps Chrome 2023 rookie card. Um, so. This will be going out on all the socials. It will be going out on TikTok. It will be going out on Instagram, X, um, and YouTube. Drop a comment. Drop a like. Drop a sub. Uh, it helps the channel. It helps me out. Um, you know, what you like hearing and all that. And I know that you love free stuff. So, in one week... Next Friday, I have a special interview going on. After that interview drops on Saturday, following day, I will announce the winner of the Brett Brady card. So, good luck.